0: And that triggers even more depression because, wow, I'm back here again. God, how could I be here again? I I guess I'm not a different person. But with meditation, you can learn that the emotions you're experiencing, the thing that triggers those stories and those thoughts, right, it's just that. It's an experience. The emotions you're experiencing are just experiences. And you don't have to have that experience.
1: Dream. Believe. Achieve. When you are ready to level up, 1720, the podcast for next-level Christians. All right. I don't know about you, but my day can start off pretty chaotic. Oh, man. No kidding. Yeah. It feels like I have 100 things to do, and I tend just, to get... Just 100? Yeah, just 100. Sometimes a 1,000, but yeah. usually just 100. Yeah, I'd like to keep it in the low three digits, you know. <laughs> right. Right. But even then, even if I can keep it in the low three digits, I still get pretty stressed out with triggers, floods of additional thoughts and emotions that I got to deal with now. Sure. Right? And some of those things that hit me, questions like, will I be enough? Am I enough? Do I have what it takes to get all that stuff done? Right. Now, these emotions are amplified if the tasks that I'm thinking about include something new that I've never done before, or if something is coming up that day that I'm not prepared for. Like a podcast. Like a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, oh man, take so, your pick. So many things. <laughs> Do you, take your pick. Fill in the blank for you
0: right there. I feel just generally unprepared for most things. So yeah, that's right? why I'm
1: stressed out, I think, all the time. Just doing this list making and prioritizing the list, uh, being a solution to, I think, fundamentally an identity problem or to improve my ability to even control those thoughts and emotions. So it didn't work for me. Now, while tasks are... And those lists alone—they're they're great for organizing your day, helping you crush the goals that you set. Lists do little
0: to help out with the emotional side of things. You're—you're you're living uh, what I'd like call emotional residue from an old story, and you don't even—you don't even really know it, right? You're just—you're just sort of experiencing um, the emotion, right? So you're not actually going, "Oh, I'll remember that time?" It's uh, your 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 mind is. Um, uh, more subtle than that, right? It, it's replaying this in the background, and the emotional residue is what's what's really actually impacting you. So you're just feeling the emotion from it, right? So learning to separate oneself from your emotions, right, to actually separate that 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 thing that's riding the ride, that person in the roller coaster, from the actual emotions, allows you to derail old stories before they can even take hold, right? So for example, you may be experiencing depression. Right, This depression then then immediately triggers thoughts of past failure, uh, of an identity that's dead and buried with Christ, that person you used to be that used to cause you these problems. You immediately think about that person. It's brought right back by that emotion, and that triggers even more depression because, wow, I'm back here again. God, how could I be here again? I, I guess I'm not a different person. But with meditation, you can learn that the emotions you're experiencing, the thing that triggers those stories and those thoughts, right? it's just that. It's an experience. The emotions you're experiencing are just experiences. And you don't have to have that experience. Meditation will actually teach you to see uh, it as an emotion and just let it go. Yeah, and this is where permission shows up. You can give yourself permission
1: that you don't have to have that emotion and hang on to it. You can choose to let it go.
0: Yeah, and I, I like it because you know, one of the things about God is is submission. It's learning to let him have control over the future. And so meditation is about getting quiet and still. And in Psalms 46.10 um, in the NIV, uh, it says, be still and know that I'm God. So it, it's a, it's almost like a, a moment for you to stop and go, oh, that's right, you're God, right? Just a moment for you to separate your emotions from who you are Just recognize where your actual source comes from, which is God, and just live in that space. And I, you know, meditation sort of gets a a new agey vibe to it, but in reality, I think it's really it's very biblical at at its root. So letting the emotion go breaks the relationship between your old identity and your old thoughts that just ultimately trigger more feelings and thus preventing that downward spiral. Right? You 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 don't have to worry about it anymore, and you can return very very quickly to your identity that you currently have in Christ. And and start to focus on your goals, which is to become a Christ-centered legacy-minded king. Meditation's always sort of seemed a little foo-foo, right? It's got this overarching metaphysical gurus in a field somewhere. But if you take it back to its biblical definition, which is just to be still and recognize God, uh, we thought it it had some value and we should probably check this out. But before we, you know, told everybody out there to go give it a shot, we thought we would try it on ourselves because we don't want to create a bunch of Demon possessed, metaphysical dudes out and, and chicks out there. Uh, we really wanted people to con- to use this experiment to um, uh, use this uh, practice rather to um, to connect with God. So we set up really what was a two week experiment. It was really just supposed to be a one week experiment, turned into a two week experiment because it was it, we had some interesting outcomes, which we'll talk about in just a moment. But we used an app called uh, Headspace, which is really a, an excellent app. It provides a great intro to meditation for novices. Um, it's a, it's just generally a really great product. The guy on there, I don't know what his deal is. He's either, he's either like uh Australian or British. I'm sure British people out there roll over their grade if I get this wrong, but he never says the word barbecue. So I, I can't, I can't actually tell that's the, that's the way you know, for sure. <laughs> whether it's an Australian or a British person. But he never says the word barbecue, so I am I think he may be British. <laughs> uh, but long story short is he's, he's really good. His voice is phenomenal, it's a, it's, it, and he provides such an easy on-ramp into this process. And what I like about the Headspace app in particular is it doesn't bring a lot of the metaphysical other gods kind of concept. It's just a really clean uh, process for getting you to start to understand and recognize your emotions. Uh, And because we wanted to get in front of our tasks, right, we wanted to give this the best chance for for being successful, Uh, we wanted to do it before we got into our tasks, uh, which ultimately trigger emotions, right? You read an email and immediately you're off in the future trying to solve some sort of problem and really meditation is about bringing you back into the present. And so we really wanted to make it as make, give this the best chance that it could possibly to succeed. So we decided to do this first thing in the AM before we looked at our phones, uh, before we watched YouTube or anything super important like that, right? The whole process, the whole thing takes about 15 minutes. Okay. And I once heard someone say, I don't remember who, who this was, but I thought it was such a good point. He said, "He said, "Look, man, if you can't spare 15 minutes to improve your life, then you don't have a life." right? Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, wow, we, uh, with, that, uh, with that in mind, we started our journey, and uh, we tried to write down our experiences, and the big question on our minds is, would, would it work? Would it work? Yeah, and, and that's a great question. But I want to first start with,
1: what does science say about why it should work? Let's just go there first. Ah, uh, science.
0: <laughs> yeah. And we'll, and we'll wrap that and we'll go right into biblically. You, you just want to get used out of your, uh, out of your very expensive Absolutely. Uh, college degree. Yeah. No, I get it. No, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. We'll let you go It's go ahead. my platform.
1: That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's an interesting way to think about this because if you just say, I want to take control of my thoughts and emotions, then you'll
0: think about taking control of your thoughts and emotions and that doesn't get you anywhere. And the meditation app really lays it out really well. It says, look, your emotions are like uh, cars on a freeway, right? And you can watch them pass or you can get in and go for the ride. And it's very difficult to take control of your emotions from inside the car because you're experiencing them, so on and so forth, right? It's it, What you need to do is figure out how to step outside the car mm-hmm. and let the emotion pass. So you're absolutely right. You, you cannot do it from within the emotion you yep. have to do something different and there's a
1: system and a mechanism here, so let's just, we'll get into what science says about this mm-hmm. and how the brain and the body work together because remember you 're a soul in a body, right so you lower brain stem, that takes in a bunch of stimuli and signals from all of your sensory systems. Now, this all happens without your conscious awareness, and I think even more striking, all of these signals that end up becoming your fight your flight and your freeze responses, they're all sent into your emotion systems without your awareness or your control. Right. So stuff happens. It all comes into your emotional system. And it's at this point, outside of your awareness or your consciousness, you begin to feel emotions to the signals that were sent. Mm -hmm. So you get a panic sensation. You feel startled. You get angry, flustered, overwhelmed. You feel a bunch of stuff. At this point, you don't even know why. Sure. Right. Now you have a thought about the emotion you're experiencing. So this is now third down the line. Now you have a thought about it. And here's the kicker. You're going to filter the thought you're having about the emotion that was caused by a signal that your body sent. And you're going to have this thought, you are going to filter it through a belief system that you hold about a particular event. Sure. In an environment. Your old stories. Absolutely. And it's right in here where we're going to quickly jump off of the science train and get back onto the truth. Right, But you end up filtering all of these thoughts and feelings through a belief system about your environment. Now, if you're not in control of this mechanism, you're going to end up suffering emotional consequences and body reactions to all of these signals that are currently out of your control. Yeah, just autopilot. Okay. Boom. It's almost like the environment is controlling you and you feel helpless. Mm. And I think right. there's going to be a lot of people listening to this that know exactly what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, you know, and you hear this in, in kind of modern vernacular, right? You'll hear people say, uh, well, that made me mad. Right. Right? That made me mad. And what you're And now I'm mad. Now I'm mad, right. And and uh what you're really missing is is that yes, you had the experience of the emotion of being mad, no doubt about that. Uh but whether or not you are mad and stay mad is really a function of you mm-hmm. and, and whether or not you can get in between the thing that happened and the emotional mm-hmm. response, right?
1: Yep. And here's a fun way to to do this. If you find yourself saying, oh, I'm mad, it may be mad, I'm mad, just flip that little sentence and say, oh, I am choosing to madding. <laughs> Make it this verb thing. Sure. I'm choosing madding.
0: Yeah. And I, I use, I, I do something very similar. I, I, I'll say to myself, I'm currently, I'm currently experiencing anger, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And I am. I'm currently experiencing I don't have to experience it, but I'm currently experiencing yep. it. Um, but that, again, that separates the eye from the emotion. Yep. You are now the soul and you're
1: choosing to separate soul away from what the mind and body are telling you. Right. It's critical. So now let's, get, let's hop off the science train for a second here. Let's get back to truth. For me, beginning a day with meditation so this is this is where I come down to truth, beginning a day with meditation allows one to gain clarity of intentions, confidence in the new identity, and the freedom to live in this new identity that comes from christ 's grace and forgiveness. Mm, no kidding, now we get to go back to that belief and you get to live in this new being that you are right, so gaining clarity and confidence plus an increased ability to remain in control of your mind will allow you to approach challenges and struggles with joy. It's crazy. With joy and excitement rather than fear. Wow, That's a game changer. Yeah, no kidding. So with joy and excitement as the created state of being, right? You got to create that because it's possible for you because of what Jesus did. Mm -hmm. You can run headlong into your day, run into the resistance that you're going to find just like Ronnie Lott did when he would run dead on into a running back coming at him. Okay, so this that was science. Uh, that was the biblical
0: approach here. Now, my experience. Yeah, so how'd that go? Yeah. I mean, how did you, did it work? Did it work for you? Yeah. It's, it's supposed to work, right? Everything, everybody says it works. Science says it should work.
1: Uh, be still and and know that I am God. God says it works. So, my experience. The change was immediate for me on my first day. mm So I found that interesting. Usually things take a bit for me to to roll up, snowball up. Sure. But this was was an immediate difference. And what was most striking for me, even though things were, my environment was crazier, I didn't also suffer more crazy Hmm. as an outcome. And that's interesting because that's usually what would have happened. It would have been a direct correlation. Sure. Day gets crazier, I suffer worse. Right. Those would be linked, but that link is broken. So when I got out of my bed in the morning and began my day with meditation on board, mm-hmm. I felt open, I felt energized, and amazing for me, felt gratitude from the beginning, mm. right? And it's interesting here, and the irony for me is that I got to feel gratitude from the beginning, and that's a, that's completely unexpected. I typically feel grateful uh, in the evening. We are also doing some other journaling things, but I felt gratitude from the beginning, not at the end of the day after doing great things or being grateful for things. Sure, and for for me that that was the most unexpected. Uh, but here with this experiment, I had that privilege to experience gratitude from the beginning throughout the day, as as
0: a way uh, to really amplify joy and excitement. It's almost like um, it's almost like at the beginning of the day you had the opportunity to separate yourself from your emotions and then choose one mm-hmm. it, Isn't that interesting. Yeah. So then you're like, Oh, you know what? If I'm, if, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm not driven by them and I get to pick them, let me choose one. Mm-hmm. And, and your natural state. And I can say this because I've known you for a long time is gratitude. Right. It's whenever the world gets all wrapped around your axle that you yeah. end up having to leave that behind and you embrace some other emotion, but mm-hmm. that's sort of your natural state. So as you took the time to take a breath Right, mm-hmm. get quiet. Know that He's God. Understand where you fit in that relationship between you and God. You you find yourself you found yourself returning to your natural emotional state. It's incredibly powerful.
1: Yeah, and it returning to the state that He created me to be.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, right. No kidding. No kidding. And that hits
1: hard. It does. Because then it it brings up a a series of thoughts and emotions about mm, if that's I'm created to be, and I'm choosing to not. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, well, or, or not being aware that you even have a choice. Absolutely. Right? You're, just ex- you're just riding the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Get off, man. Get off the roller coaster. It's just that easy.
1: Yeah. Uh, even in the midst of listening to this, just hit pause and just take a second and let that last chunk set in. Who are you created to be? And when you can be still and pause there, bottom line, beginning my day with clarity and confidence. That allows me to live in freedom so that I can approach life and approach that day with an abundant mindset. And everything is different, even though the environment is beyond my control. Everything is different because I'm choosing to control how I respond. Now, the benefit for me, though, the bottom line benefit is that I get to remain on target, get to remain Christ-centered, legacy-minded king.
0: With my experience. Again, like I like I said, I, I sort of always thought meditation was a little foo-foo. I, I didn't really understand it. And I think there probably are certainly versions of meditation out there that I would not recommend. But this Headspace app, and it's really just its focus on helping you understand your relationship to your emotions, I think is spot on. I think the idea of getting quiet and knowing that there is a God out there is spot on. So with that in mind, I began this this journey, right? I decided to go ahead and go headlong into this. Now, I wish I could say that I got every day right, and I didn't. And what was really weird for me, it was like there was this um, inner spirit, not a positive inner spirit, that really wanted me to push that exercise off as far into the day As I possibly could. Kick it down road. Yeah, absolutely. It was was like everything in my um, being really created resistance in me uh, as I tried to do it, right? Like I was like – it was almost like I was pulling a weight, right? Uh, But what's interesting is when I could overcome that resistance and I just did it, my days were phenomenally better. I mean just crazy better for all the same reasons, right? It was almost like I had a more centered state. Uh, from I was more balanced, if you will, right. Whereas an, whereas an event could come along and knock me off balance with emotion, and then I would just kind of tumble down the hill. Here I found myself being more planted, more both feet on like the ground, deeply kind rooted, of. yeah, solid. Right. You know, I I, I could experience the day uh, in a in a, uh, in a in a much different way. I was much more present. So what what presence does? And this is so huge. What presence does is it keeps you out of the future, right? Um, and, and that sounds like a weird statement, but let me explain. When I mean keeps you out of the future, you don't start imagining crappy outcomes from the thing that just happened. Oh, God, well, I guess that means this is going to happen. Oh, my God, my boss is going to come. He's going to be so upset, so angry, and then this is going to happen. That's going to happen. I might even lose my job. Oh, my God. Right? When when in reality, most of that stuff will never happen, uh, and you end up creating almost a faith in in the bad outcome, right? right? a belief that bad things are going to happen. So when you're more centered and you have a chance to process that, and you, and you don't live in the future, you just say, what it, how has this affected me right now? Oh, it's not. Right now, I just need to add this to my task list to do, right? Done. Move on. But, but more importantly, uh, we as you mentioned, we're doing a couple of other experiments now, which we'll record later. Um, we're also doing morning prayer. And I when I did my meditations, I always did them right before I would do my prayer exercise. That was huge for me. Prayer, I did do one day where I did not do meditation. I did prayer on its own. The ability for me to get quiet and get ready to pray, get ready to talk to my creator uh, was so much easier, so much easier. And my my prayers themselves just felt more genuine, less forced, less like, oh, well, now's the time I've got to pray. These are the six things I have to say. More like... um, just a genuine conversation. It's it's almost like the time I spent meditating prior to prayer just turned everything down in my head, like nine notches, mm-hmm. which was really good, right? Because when you're present, you're not way out there. So all those thoughts you're having, whenever, you, you know, when you sit down and pray and you're like, Oh Lord. And you're thinking, what are you thinking about? I got to go get groceries. I got to go do this. And, you know, Oh, I forgot to pay that bill. And, and all of these are future things, right? Right now you're praying right yeah. now. You're That's- present on the ground. You're praying. That's yeah. what you're doing but your mind is busy living in the future and so as meditation brought me back to center brought me back to present uh and allowed me to experience presence i could then go immediately into prayer experiencing presence right not having to compete with all the other voices in my head i was it, it, and and as a result i would just and we'll talk about this when we record prayer but it is a a force multiplier right for prayer so i i from that perspective that's what really surprised me the most was when you pair this meditation up with prayer, how much more powerful your prayers are mm-hmm. uh, and how much more uh, you know God, <laughs> right? Uh, you know that he's there. And um, so for me, that was probably the biggest outcome. I wish I could say that I was successful in getting it done every day, but I can ap- I, it was actually really good that I missed a couple days mm-hmm. because the, the delta <laughs> between days where I did it and the wow. days where I didn't were so fundamental, so impactful, Uh, and so obvious to me, uh, that I knew the next day, that's why I never went more. I never did two days in a row where I missed it. When I missed it, the day was so bad or (laughs) let me rephrase that. It's not that the day was so bad. The day was of such low quality. Yes. Right. That I immediately wanted to get back into the practice. Mm -hmm. And, uh, as I picked that up and, and, uh, and ran with it and and then put two and three and four days together in a row, man, just, it was, it was honestly very amazing. I was more productive, quite frankly, as well, right? Because, again, because I'm present and whenever you're doing a task, if you can be present in that task that you're doing, you're going to be much more effective at doing the task. And increase the quality of the output. Increase the quality of work. I mean, it really – I think, again, that's what sort of surprised me, both its impact on my prayer, but also uh, I was very surprised by just – its ability to infect the quality of all the other things that I did. Mm-hmm. And um, so for me, I called it a win. Uh, we've since finished the experiment, and I have continued on with uh, both uh, uh, both the meditation that preceding my prayer and the prayer. And I uh, just the days that I miss, I know immediately. And mm-hmm. it's like I ate a bunch of junk food. I right. just feel like crap <laughs> um, versus this kind of diet, this practice that has really made a huge, huge impact on my life. And I'm, I'm fundamentally – the work products that we've put out, that I have put out in relation to even 1720 since then have been so much better. Um, I'm excited about what I might be able to accomplish, what I might be able to do now that this practice is a part of my life. I think, um, I think we're sort of – I think we're giving it, giving it two thumbs up. Right? Two thumbs up. Uh, and really recommending that everyone uh, at least give this a try for seven days. Uh, and we just really suggest you do it. But here, here, here again, and just to recap, what the rules are if you want to get the most out mm-hmm. of it. One definitely download the Headspace app. There are other apps, and you can even go to YouTube and find some meditation mm-hmm. stuff. But this app does such a good job, and it keeps all of the uh, non-Christian spiritual trash mm-hmm. out of the conversation. That I think it, it's really the perfect app for it. Uh, again, it's free. At least the, this uh, the the section you'll be working your way through is free. Mm-hmm. Um, so do that. Do it for seven days, and and most importantly, do it before you do anything else. Mm-hmm. And before you do or look. Do or look, right. Look at a phone, anything. Uh, the days that I, – that I, I'm just going to say it. The days the devil was unsuccessful or was successful at uh, preventing me from doing this, it was always when he got me to do something before I did it. He, he gave you a choice. Yeah. He's like, I oh, want you to look at YouTube. Just look at YouTube for 10 minutes while you drink your coffee. Can't mm-hmm. let your coffee get cold, right? right? Like yeah. just while you drink your coffee – Look at YouTube, and Mm -hmm. by the and by the time that process was done, uh, I no longer I just didn't do the exercise. Mm -hmm. You know, it became eleven o'clock and twelve o'clock, and then I wouldn't do the exercise. So, so, so very importantly, do it first, first thing in the morning. Now, get dressed if you need to, take a shower or whatever, wake yourself up, but definitely do it before you look at anything that might put you into a future state. Mm -hmm. Right? You don't want to. You just don't want to have to work that out. Okay. So, uh, so do that. uh, Do the Headspace app. For seven days, and um, what I really suggest you do is uh, just take a little note at the end of the seven days, and just you know, rather, excuse me, at the end of each day, mm-hmm. and then at the end of seven days, just look back. And if you missed a day, note that too, mm-hmm. and note your experience because you're gonna you're gonna see a. a I can almost guarantee you're gonna see a fun, a fundamental uh, change in your life. Mm-hmm. And if you'll do us a favor and email us at uh, support at seventeen twenty dot org. Uh, I would just love to hear uh, your story. I'd love to hear uh, your experience with this because we're, we're rolling this up in a book um, that's coming out very soon. And your experiences would really help us out a lot. And uh, we'd like to include that if you'd let us. So uh, let us know how it goes. And for those who listen
1: to this and this subject area is really a big thing for you, this is really impactful. We've given you a sword here. Be still and know that I am God. Yeah. Uh, so in, integrate this into your sword practice. Yeah. When the stuff starts to go sideways, that's right. Pull this out because now you know how it integrates. This whole talk has just been about that one verse. That's right. Just be still. Be still. Do it in the morning. Pray,
0: and then just go crush that day. And you will. And uh, and I we we have been working with a group of men, and uh, one of the men came back into group, and he just man, he was lit up. He it was on fire. And uh, I got to tell you, if people will integrate just this simple process, uh, we have the opportunity to have hundreds, if not thousands, of men and women just really start to align themselves with Christ and God and understand that they are not controlled by their environment, that they can change their environment. Matter of fact, they're tasked by God to change their environment. Mm -hmm. And how cool would it be when you take back control (laughs) – Right, and hundreds of thousands of men take back control, and instead of being ran by their environment, they take their God-given mandate, uh, and they begin to build and control and create an environment. That's not only going to have an impact on their lives; it's going to have an impact on all the people they come in contact with. And you talk about uh, you talk about an opportunity to share Christ's love and impact in your life when people start to see that you are centered. You're not some reason like bad things are happening. You're not being knocked over by emotions. That is an outstanding time for you to look at someone and say, "Well, let me tell you a little bit about why that's true, where my peace comes from." But in order for you to tell the story of God or Jesus Christ's peace in you, you got to first get peace. Yep, you got to first get. Gotta peace. Got
1: to do it. to go first.
0: That's right. So spend seven days doing this. We really look forward to hearing uh, hearing back from you guys. And uh, if not, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks for spending this time with us. If you have not already subscribe to our podcast and remember to leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play, each positive review raises our rank and exposes this content to people who would probably not normally hear it. You can find links to all of our social media pages, YouTube channel and iTunes and Google Play at 1720.org forward slash podcast. This is also a great way to share our content with anyone who you think would benefit from it. Finally, be sure to follow our page on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash 7020.org and subscribe to our newsletter at 7020.org. Thanks, and we'll see you again next week.